Hello, welcome to the third episode of the Lord of the Flies tracking podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing pages 79 to 168, uh, 70, 95 to 168, 73 pages. We are going through chapters 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. We'll start with chapter 6. So, in chapter 6, um, the boys had gone to sleep. And during the night, uh, what was it? Who was it again? It was Sam and Eric were supposed to guard the fire. They were supposed to keep it awake. But again, proving to the other boys savagery to their lack of care, they let the fire go out instead of watching it. And the little ones are still afraid of monsters. But during this, in the morning, um, during a battle of planes, which shows just the chaos everywhere, and another form, and a new symbol appears, the dead parachutist, who had fallen from the sky and had parachuted onto a rock. Nobody saw him until the next morning, where Ralph and Eric, Ralph, Sam, and Eric went up for a meeting uh, to see what they had saw. They, um, they were, what was it? What the? Sorry. Uh, computers being weird. Ah. So... They plan a meet. They immediately call a meeting to tell everybody that a dead person has fallen on the island. And Ralph calls Jack to lead and search as a group goes out to go find the parachutist, and leaving only Piggy and the little ones behind. They found a cave that went around, and so Jack and Ralph went to go into the cave to go find it. As the rest of the group climbed, Ralph and Jack had started to get their bond back together to be less enemies and more working together, and this will just help later on to make sure that the group could actually get their work done and do what they need to do to survive. Um, as... The little ones became more afraid of the beasts within these last few chapters. Ralph had started to believe them, or more so, look for the beast. So during this, he, Ralph was looking for a beast other than searching for the parachutist. And the other boys, who had fallen disorganized again were trying to do other things, uh, not very happy with what Ralph wanted to do. And this still shows the motif of a difference between the boys on the island, how some of them do not want to cooperate with each other. They don't get their work done correctly. They can't get most of the rest done. Moving on to chapter 7, the boys had gone, had stopped to eat as they came from the mountain, or as they were going towards the mountain, and as Ralph started looking towards the ocean and looking around, he feels different. He feels that they will have no hope of going home. He feels he is starting to lose hope, and this is already showing their 
strange situation, even so late in the book, still thinking about what to do. Later towards the day, um, the hunters had found pig droppings. So uh, Jack was saying that they would hunt the pig and go look for it. And all of them went excited, showing their still their motif of young kids excited to chase, excited to hunt. And uh, Ralph, who hadn't hunted before, tried to kill the boar. And he had, he had hit the boar on the snout, but he had still missed. Yet, all the boys were still extremely excited. As they went back and went around the fire, or not around the fire, as they reenact the chase, as they do very often, they already show their disregard or their carelessness, and they try reenacting it with a boy named Robert playing the boar. And they jab and stab and hurt Robert with their spears, almost and forgetting that they're playing a game. And Robert almost gets killed. So, this shows their lack of care and their lack of, and how easily they can get carried away. Something that may be very evident later into this novel, as they've already missed multiple opportunities to be saved, as the group's lack of care and lack of cooperation, leading still to the motif of their lack of cooperation. So, as Ralph reminds everyone that they're only playing a game, um, Simon goes back to the beach and to tell Piggy that the group won't return late until later. As night approaches, um, Ralph says that they would wait until morning to try and find the monster that they were proposing of. But Jack wanted to go at night, thinking that it would be better for to find the monster that they were speaking of. And what happened was Jack went on his own, going up the mountain and coming back down breathlessly, tired and scared, claiming to ha- claiming to have seen the monster. So, as Ralph as Roger and Ralph um climb up to see they see a what they describe as a large form at like a big ape and making a let me find the exact quote uh, let me go through my tabs real quick <laughs> there we go One sec. They described it as a giant ape, seeing scared. They were cutting off their text. They were, not their text, they were cutting off their sentences, scared. Described it as a great ape sitting asleep with its head between his knees. And as the wind roared into the forest, there was confusion in the darkness, and the creature lifted his head, holding towards them in the room of face. As they were running away, they had started to. Yeah. Wait one sec. Ah, where did my quote go?
still afraid and describing where we see the final quote of this uh, chapter, the thing that bowed. As the boys were not sure what anything was, it does still show their confusion and helplessness in this. In chapter 8 of Lord of the Flies, a lot happens, and this is really shown later into the chapter as we will go through it. In the morning, the news of the monster, or had they find, had the boys scared and in uproar. And when they gathered to speak, Jack was telling the others that there is a beast while Ralph was denying it, saying that Ralph should be should no longer be a leader. And this still uh, proves the motif of Ralph and Jack not getting along. The boys, though, do not vote Ralph uh, out. They don't make. They don't get. They don't remove his power. And as the, as would be expected, Jack is angry at this, and he run and he storms away, saying that he's leaving on his own, and he would recruit anyone that wants to join. Ralph doesn't know what to do at the thought of this, and while and Piggy is happy to see Jack go because this is still a motif throughout the text that Piggy is bullied or picked on by Jack and his group of friends. So Piggy in his Piggy in his smart and quick thinking personality puts up an idea that they should build a new fire and on the beach. And this brings Ralph back to the hope that they will be rescued that he lost in the previous chapter. So, as many sneak away in the night to join Jack, Piggy still tries to convince Ralph that they would be better off without these people. So, as Jack uh, declares himself the new chief, as he's putting it in a tribe uh, manner, that they go to find a they go to hunt immediately showing their excitement and thirst for meat or thirst for meat hunger they had killed a sow and Roger quote unquote let me find the exact quote One second. Quote unquote, Robert had said, right up her anus. That is censored. <laughs> and showing their immaturity and still their want to be they're they're just them being boys. Boys will be boys. So, as uh, Peggy and Ralph were still in the old camp, disgusting the people that had left, uh, the hunters in Jack's new tribe, uh, still burning sticks, putting, jumping around, uh, dancing around, running around, and they proposed the idea of going hunting. And Oh, I forgot to mention that this is later better in the thing, in the novel, that they had 
piked the sow's head on a stick and let it on the clearing that they had killed it in. As Jack's tribe is ready to raid the beach, Simon runs away, or more, walks away from the camp and goes back to the jungle glade where he was sitting and marveling and being happy at the so- at the thought of nature a few chapters earlier. But he finds the sow's head. And this points to our new archetype of the Lord of the Flies, or not new, but more another motif or archetype, as it is swarming with flies. And as he's drawn in by it or mesmerized, he sees that he hallucinates or sees that the head comes to life and it speaks to him in the voice of Lord of the Flies declaring that Simon won't be able to escape him and he is in all human beings. This is a scary thought and a provoking idea and a big plot point throughout Lord of the Flies that will be evident in the chapters to come. And if I find the quotation... Let me find the exact one. So, the Lord of the Flies was speaking to Simon, calling him silly, calling him dumb, and telling him to run off and forget about it, or not forget about it, but run off and not try to defeat him. And he puts off this uh, very important quote towards the novel, which is, there isn't anyone to help you, only me, and I'm the beast. And this shows their, not necessarily their powerlessness, but their... their hopelessness or their fear throughout the novel the feel the fear of a monster of a of the lord of the flies and just showing the still the boy's immaturity yet the boy's hopelessness or their innocence being lost moving on to chapter 9 a lot happens in this chapter and would say as maybe one of the climaxes of this movie as Simon wakes up from his encounter with the Lord of the Flies, the first one in the book, he goes up the hill, stammering, no, and feels that there's a storm coming, knowing that there's a storm coming. There's arid, ha- arid. There's humid air with high winds and a big storm cloud coming. He starts to stumble up the hill and was terrified to see the corpse of the parachutist that we saw earlier in the novel. And he learns that the parachutist was not, in fact, a monster flapping in the wind, as they described it earlier in the film, as Jack described it, not in the film, in the book, that it was a the body of the parachutist and his parachute. So, after vomiting at the sight of a corpse, Simon had gone to take off the parachute of the parachutist to see 
to prove to the boys that there was no monster and that they saw something wrong. Meanwhile, at the camp, um, Jack is still convincing more members to join when almost everybody does leave Ralph's group. And Ralph does ask how they're going to keep shelter from the storm, and the boys had started running into a in a frenzy of their savageness, of their ritualistic behavior, trying to ward away the storm with screams and chants, showing their immaturity, yet their strangeness and lack of civilized manners. And as Simon comes back to the um, to the camp, they do not believe that it is Jack's group does not believe that it is si that it is Simon, and they believe it's the monster. And as they as they work to defeat it, they end up brutally and savagely killing Simon. And this is at one point probably the climax of this novel, or the at least a big plot point showing how the motif of their savagery and how they are working together not how they are not working together and they are not being civilized and not working as how they should be it proves that there may not be hope hope for them to return home and as night approaches simon's body is swept away into the water as the storm approaches. And this is big to the text, as I keep uh, showing, showing how both immorally that they, that they're, how immorally they're acting and also how strange and savage that the other groups are, despite and despite how, what the experiences that they've been through. And this is the end of chapter eight. Uh, I said chapter eight a second ago. No, it was chapter nine. But um, moving on to chapter 10, which is a more, I guess, recap or uh, explaining or just recovering from what had happened the night before. As Ralph and Peggy and only a few... Uh, which is Sam and someone else had stayed at the Sam, Eric, Ralph, Piggy, and a few little ones had all, uh, or the only ones that had stayed in, uh, that had not moved to Jack's tribe. And it shows there that most of the kids were in, were just savages and lacked civilization, lacked, their need and it was obvious to how much power that jack was holding and he started punishing and beating kids for no reason just to do it showing uh seeing ralph as an enemy removing the fact that they had started to bond more and while all of this is still happening piggy and ralph are still trying to figure out or else or are still in an argument about who was involved in the killing of Simon. As Piggy believes, as Piggy refuses that he had any um, correlation to it, and Ralph says that everybody had correlation to it, and it was, in fact, a murder of everyone. 
no, no, murder of everyone, no, murder by everyone. And they had all, they had all been in a state of confusion. And as all this is happening, Jack's tribe, specifically Maurice and Roger, uh, members of Jack's tribe, of the hunters, that they would raid Ralph's camp to get more fire and they will hunt more. And losing losing interest of the signal fire again uh, from Ralph's camp was showing their lack of hope and what was and in what was basically the end of what they thought was their normal lives. And as they raided the camp, Ralph and everyone else was beat really badly. And they don't know why, but it happened. And this shows still the intense savagery and the lack of any sort of civilization again in Jack's Jack's tribe, quote-unquote. But the uh, big plot point shows when the hunters stole Piggy's glasses. And with that, they had the power to make fire. And this shows the symbol of Piggy's glasses throughout the text. Piggy's glasses have been have been the have been their lifeline. It's ha- it's been their how they've survived and how they've accomplished things as Piggy was the one to be to work to be to help everybody survive uh, despite of how everybody thought. And this finishes this episode of the podcast one and for the next podcast we will be reviewing the next the end two chapters of lord of the flies so see you next time